Are You Playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game, many times bad, and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Mutant Menace Sean, this is Stealthy Thomas, and Mason, who only appears in the secret video. Oh. <laughs> but you can't oh, spider man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. Uh, how are you guys doing He today? couldn't have at least given me and what he does isn't pretty. Um, <laughs> I'm... Okay, so last week, Mason was going to make a joke, like just saying this game is bad when Sean asked. I'm going to steal that joke, but not in the same way. I'm going to steal it a little bit. This game hard. <laughs> this game hard. This game hard. And what game is that? Well, it is X2 Wolverine's Revenge. Specifically the GameCube We played version. the GameCube version, mm-hmm. but it also came out on the Xbox, the PlayStation 2. It was ported to Windows and the GBA. So, so. Ba- basically every single console that was available at, t- at yeah, the time, every- which is what every movie tie-in game did at that time. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be a movie tie-in game. That's true. So that's going to be the fun thing about this. So, and uh, you can tell. Oh, yeah, you can X2 tell. Wolverine's Revenge, which was then released as X-Men 2 Wolverine's Revenge in Europe and Australia, but yep. it was originally known as X-Men Wolverine's Revenge during E3 22, <laughs> or 20, 2002. I said too many on there. 2002. <laughs> Yeah, this year's the X-Men game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Insomniac's Wolverine's already out. <laughs> was developed by a British developer, Gene Pool Software, helped specifically on the uh, PlayStation 2 by Warthog Games, ported uh, over to Windows by LTI Grey Matter, and then a Game Boy Advance which was released with Spider-Man Mysterio's Menace by uh, Vis- Vicarious Visions. Vicarious Visions. Yeah. Uh, wow. There's a whole lot about this, but it wasn't initially supposed to be a, a tie-in because it was announced in E3 2002. G-Pool Software was tie- doing a game based on the comic book series titled Weapon X. That's what they said they were doing on it. It was going to be an or- origin story. They were borrowing a little bit because the first X-Men had come out at that point. Mm. And then Activision, as it, it was getting closer, uh, and as they, they worked on it, decided, mm, we're going to slap that X2 on it. We're going to put Hugh Jackman's face on the front of it, and we're going to tie it in, despite the fact that the game does not tie in at all to the movie. It's more of a comic accurate. And uh, Hugh Jackman's not the voice. This is not uh, Van Helsing. Hugh Jackman is not the voice. The amazing Mark Hamill voiced Logan Wolverine in this. Yeah, he's the voice of Wolverine, which honestly was kind of a was uh, kind of a, uh, a di- uh, like a disappointing thing. I guess I expected the voice to be a little bit better, knowing that it was Mark Hamill. The thing is, the thing that kind of brought it down for me is that listening to his voice, I could tell, yeah, that's Mark Hamill. Even if I think even if you hadn't have told me before, I could I could have been like, oh yeah, that's Mark Hamill. Hot take, this is now my new favorite voice of Wolverine. Really? Wow. Over Steve really? Bloom. I think over Steve, like, Steve Bloom's is fine, and I, I like Steve Bloom's a lot, but I liked this take because it was a slightly different take on the voice. Wolverine is always really, like, they've always gone with the deeper. Mark Hamill kept the growliness, but it is the higher pitch of Mark Hamill's voice, mm-hmm. and I actually kind of liked that for Logan, and maybe it's just the way he interacts with people and the way he talks and things like that. But I just, I really liked Hot Take. This is possibly my favorite uh, Wolverine voice at this point. That is a hot take. That I, is a very hot take. I don't necessarily agree with you, but he is up there. He's one of my new favorites. Mm-hmm. I, I really just, like this interpretation. And just because I genuinely, we'll talk about this more later, I genuinely do just really like his performance. It's, yeah. Uh, he just has a couple really good lines in this game. Especially in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, the writing's great. Yeah, the writing is great. Uh, but something you point something you pointed out is that it wasn't meant to be a, a tie-in with X two, and I think Mason actually pointed something out about that because when you look on the cover, the X two is kind of shoved into the corner. It's mm-hmm. yeah, you got if if it wasn't Hugh Jackman's face on the front, you'd have to you'd have to search with a magnifying glass to see that it's X X two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tied in with X2. And outside of Patrick Stewart's voice in the game, that's about the only in the game that is reminiscent. I mean, you can unlock his uh, Wolverine's outfit from the movies uh, and run around in the, the black suit. So you can do that. Outside of that, those are about the only real tie-ins. And even then, 
every X-Men thing was using Patrick Stewart for Charles Xavier mm-hmm. at this point. He was in X-Men Legends. He was, I believe, even in X-Men Legends 2, even though that came out after this. He was in Mutant Academy. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm pretty sure he was. If not, they at least had used some of his likeness, at least, or some yeah. uh, whoever's playing was doing a Patrick Stewart impersonation. Yeah, so... Um, he was kind of the, what was Charles Xavier, so... But without that, this is a comic book adaptation. Like, Yeah. yeah. And I, I think... Uh, making it an X that like slapping on the X two stuff was this was what made this game as forgettable to many as it as it is because it has that movie tie in stank on it you know like yeah, if, if yeah a lot, and yeah imagine yeah. you get out of X two and this came out and you're like ah I want to know more but I want to do more I want to play this game I want to go through this and you pick this game up and you're like. This has nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Well, no, you should obviously play the game first because it came with a free movie ticket. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it was released before the movie. Uh, that I, but even, like, just imagining that, like, how that could easily sway one's opinion on it mm-hmm. simply because your your expectations were maybe something different. And uh, this, this game's... Reception, it's not bad. Uh, I mean, we've had much worse. And honestly, a lot of the versions, like the GameCube version, has much higher than the other. Well, at least uh, the PS2 and the PS, P- the PC are the lowest consistently reviewed. The Xbox was about 65 uh, game rankings and uh, 58 on Metacritic. GameCube was 67 on game rankings. Metacritic had 62. And the GBA, once again, the GBA game somehow, <laughs> we keep picking games that have good GBA versions, <laughs> uh, was a 76.67 on game rankings and a 72 on Metacritic. IGN gave the uh, PS2 version the highest of the group. So there is a little bit differentiating, uh, highest of the main consoles. And then obviously the GBA was the, the, the yeah, highest. I was going to say, because I think the PS2 was like a 6.8. PS2 is 7.3. 7.3? Oh, damn. And then the uh, I, uh, the Game Boy Advance 7.9. Oh, damn. But then you have, like, Game Zone, which gave the Game Boy Advance an 8, the uh, Xbox a 7.8, but the PS2 version a 5.6. Mm. How much, other than, like, the uh, Game Boy version, obviously, how much difference is there really between these versions? I don't know, because uh, obviously we played the Game Boy version, or not the Game Boy, the GameCube version, the PlayStation 2 was developed by a different company, pretty much. Warthog developed the PlayStation 2, That's while right. uh, That's right. Gene Pool Software did primarily the GameCube and the Xbox versions. So, like, I don't know how much of a difference is, but it seems like by the reviews, the PlayStation has uh, a little bit of difference, but also some of them, it simply just be might be uh, in, like, IGN or GameZone or one of these that is reviewing all different consoles and things like that, they had specific people who were playing the PlayStation ones and the Xbox ones. So sometimes the reviews didn't always line up because you have a different person reviewing it mm-hmm. that reviews that different console. Right. Uh, so that, w- that would happen. But with something like this, I'm not exactly sure the differences because we only played the GameCube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, but, I, I remember when I was a kid, I played the PS2 version. I don't remember much of a difference other than I didn't get past the first level because I was a kid. <laughs> and right yeah mm-hmm. i don't remember much of a difference but maybe there's more differences later on or something but why this game gets its um its reviews because this game is hard it's very hard this game hard and it's some of it is hard. some of it is i think design flaw hard there's things that we've pl- complained about in other games i really wanted a mini map God, let me lock on to a target let yes. me lock on to a target yes uh, there's like this- limited health uh, there are some. There are literally like I, I went through uh, a lot of them. There are legitimately some of the later levels that you can't get health at all in the entire level. You have the health you have from the beginning to the end, and that's all. Well, it I mean, is. you can regenerate as Wolverine. A little bit, yeah. But there's there's levels where his regeneration is stopped. Mm. That's weird. Like, Why it, would they do that? Uh, because it's a weird thing with Wolverine games. Because in X Men Origins Wolverine, they also do that for mm-hmm. a level, and in that one you have to rely more on stealth, and it's. It's a weird thing they do. We're like, we got to make Wolverine vulnerable, but just for one level. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> well, the, and, and the storyline of this game is that Wolverine has a virus in him. Yeah. That is going to kill him in a certain amount of time. <laughs> right. I, I will talk about the game more, but that's one of the things I do like about this game is I think it really accurately portrays Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Specifically, how God loves kicking this man in the dick. Yeah. Like, God hates Wolverine for whatever reason. <laughs> like... I think my favorite line is at the beginning where it's like, this virus is going to kill you in two days. That's my birthday. 
I ain't that kick in the head. <laughs> like, yep. like Wolverine just keeps getting punched in the gut while he's down. <laughs> it's I like, mean, is, man. The, the, is there any superhero that God likes? That God <laughs> smiles favorably on? Superman? A bit? Fair enough. I mean, there are definitely... All Superman have some... Superheroes have some tragicness in their life that, that's going to lead them down the path of superhero fighting and, and being Super, a superhero. Superheroism. But... Maybe, I mean, not to say that Superman doesn't have problems or hasn't had it, but he does, you know, get the love of his life <laughs> consistently. It does happen. Um, okay, yeah, that's true. You know, he, he has a loving parent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Has one of them, at least. Yeah. Look, su- hey, look, Superman's... <laughs> He's, he's got, got a good problems. job. He's got other problems he's dealing with. Yeah. Man. He's also the guy who has to stop intergalactic devastation every week. You got to cut him some slack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, this isn't this isn't like Spider-Man where every single issue they're like, how can we make this guy's life worse? <laughs> and Wolverine's not quite Spider-Man or Daredevil levels of God just hates this guy. But he he's up Wolverine's there. Wolverine's up there also because Wolverine has lived for so long as well. So yeah. it's like, yeah, Spider-Man's had 20 tough years and Wolverine's like, yep, I've had 140. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think there was this comic I read when I was really young. And it's a goofy little comic. It's, it's basically Wolverine is chaperoning mm-hmm. it ends rather with wolverine chaperoning a lot of the teenage x-men girls around town and he's just you can see his thought bubble going if i pop my claws in and out of my skull fast enough would i regenerate <laughs> <laughs> so you know this game does embody some of the wolverine getting kicked in the dick feeling because... uh, and believe me i don't think the level of frustration hit me that some of the other games we've played but there are multiple points where I'm just like, this is unfair. This is legitimately unfair the way they've set this up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a lot of that comes from, I mean, even the critics back then mm-hmm. constantly talk about, like, I saw a couple of reviews where it's like, there are no mid-level checkpoints. That so is a big problem, you have too. to restart an entire level. And some of these levels are really long. Or if, uh, in my case, if you forget to, at the end of the level, say the, the option is, do you want to continue without saving? Yes or no. Not do you want to save. It's do you want to continue, continue without, without saving. saving. So I'm like, yes, thinking it was, you know, they're not reading just quickly. Oh, yeah, that's save. No, you have to hit no. Go to the save and save it. So when I rebooted it up the next day, I was like, but where's my save file? <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? And so, like, I legitimately, there are things in this game, developmentally, that make this sometimes a harder experience. I, I think the best way I can describe this game is it is a Souls-type game. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, those sort of things. Like a from with game. Without the Souls mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. That's that, Some of it, like, because it wants you to trial and error things. It wants you to, okay, I it, there's, a, there's a mission in, like, the, I think it's the second level where you are infiltrating the, the base is, like, collapsing. You're going into it, and there's a bunch of things, and you have to go around and kill each one slowly without getting seen. But the point of it is you, oh, I got seen that time. Okay, I can't go that way this time, and I can't go this way. I can't, because the moment you get seen the level ends and you start mm-hmm. back over at the beginning. And if I could have like checkpoints or if I could have these sort of things and some of these mechanics, or if I could lock on and know better on some of these things, that level wouldn't have frustrated me as much sometimes. Yeah. Like you brought up mini maps earlier. I didn't get lost, but I think the mini map is more just seeing the enemies mm-hmm. feel the vision. Like, uh, the first self game that comes to me and probably a lot of other people's minds, Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. that has the, uh, whatever radar in the top left corner, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's mm-hmm. very helpful. And a lot of stealth games borrow that. This game doesn't have something like that. You have to mainly rely on Wolverine's senses. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes the senses aren't super clear, or you have to rely on well, where, which direction is the character looking? Or what little piece of dialogue did he say at the beginning? Was I paying attention? Oh, I wasn't. That meant I needed to go back into this room and touch this box to trigger this scientist coming out of a door, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of little things that's like, okay, if you just had developed a little bit more or you'd given an opportunity 
to either checkpoint saves, a mini map that would allow, because there's so much backtracking in the later Oh, levels. there's yeah. a lot. There's so much backtracking. And so it's like a good system, that, like a system that can mark where I've been, where I haven't. Yeah. Wolverine's got claws. Why not have a little gimmick where like he scratches where he's been or mm -hmm. something like that? There like, is. That would have been a good idea. That would have, yeah. Uh, there's a there's one of the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 12 uh, when it came out the the map you'll see your main things on the map but all the passageways are blank you can't see where you go until you've actually entered the room then the room lights up and you you complete your maps and you fill out all your maps like you're walking mm -hmm. through all it. something like that would have been okay as well that I could hit a button and go and uh, just see my map and see where I am in in perspective of all those things. It's not my biggest complaint. Uh, my biggest complaint is not having a lock-on, but... Um, like, this the was, saga of lock-on continues. Yeah, this is this is after... Oh, crap, what is it? This is after Ocarina of Time. Locking on has already been a thing. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. There's no excuse of this. I, I think they were trying to make it for the stealth, like your Metal Gear Solid kind of feeling, but if you're going to have the action-adventure elements and this at its core, is even described as a beat-em-up. That's how they describe the game. Which is, I don't think they should have, but... We'll but that's, uh, yeah, you know. No, no, no. But if that's going to be your main idea, you have to be able to lock on to an enemy. And I also, while the strikes were all very cool, there are different mechanics, you can unlock more, you can figure out more, things like that. Getting sometimes them to trigger is really frustrating. Mm. Yeah, because there were several times... Especially uh, in certain boss fights. Yeah, I, I'm looking at you, Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo. Yeah, Wendigo. How about Wendigo? No. <laughs> that. Uh, what that. the? <laughs> good, 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 good job. Good one. That's good. This is very good. It's the only one I'm gonna get. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's several times where like, I'll you have to press strike to do say a self takedown, mm -hmm. and in a lot of these levels, I will do that, but because I'm not in the right position. Mm -hmm. The strike popped up for like a split second, and then it's gone. So Wolverine just sits there while the guy turns around and then blows his head off. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> There's also, yeah. in a lot of the stealth, you'll be against a wall, and the guy's on the other side. So it's a corner on the other side, and you got to stealth around, come around and do it, and you have to be able to hit the strike on it. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of the levels, if they see you, the level ends. Right. So trying to get to that moment, and, but you have to peek around enough to be able to get the strike to trigger and not get seen. Some of just the mechanics, it just, it feels like it just needed a little more tweaking in a lot of places mm. uh, for a lot of the mechanics. And I think that kind of goes back to the fact that it was, Activision just decided it was going to be a tie-in. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if it wasn't, then it would have had time to polish stuff up. It mm. also, I think yeah. there's an element of the developer yeah, <laughs> Gene, Gene Pool Software. If if you want to look at their 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 game history, it is three games. It is X Two Wolverine's Revenge for the Xbox, X Two Wolverine's Revenge for the GameCube, and X Two Wolverine's Revenge for the PlayStation Two. That is their development history. So you so you say three, you really so, mean one. <laughs> Yikes! So that's their history, uh, and so I think some of that is like not to say like. Nobody there was talented or knew what they were doing. It just, it feels like, it can feel like a development studio's first game. Especially in those mid-2000s when a lot of studio, you know, development studios were getting their feel on how games were going to become and be modern and move on from 64 and PlayStation into the PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and then even beyond into PS3, Wii, uh, uh, 360, and, and beyond, things like that. Trying to feel how, uh, games moved really fast of growth, you know, yeah. and so uh, sometimes a lot of these studios that we've uh, looked at and things like you can see, okay, I see where they got their footing, or I see why or they got to this game. We don't see that with the studio because this is their game. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, this is you know, the other studio that worked specifically, I believe, the PS2 is what they get credit for is Warthog Games, who we've talked about. We've before. talked about because they're the ones that made Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, uh, so, and they also did. Uh, the masterpiece we discovered in that episode, Mace Griffin, Bounty Hunter. Oh, masterpiece. Oh. <laughs> and they also are doing a game we are covering soon enough. Yep. So, like, it, 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 we'll, we'll have a lot. We don't have a lot more to say on we'll that. Come back to the war. Uh, and then the GBA <laughs> game, uh, I said Vicarious Visions, they basically are a, a, a studio that moves games over to different systems. They, well, Vicarious Visions is, are, mm -hmm. is 
Vicarious Visions are also the people that made the Crash Bandicoot Insane mm-hmm. Trilogy they and did. the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yep, they so did. they do a lot of, they do, yeah, the Insane Trilogy, they've, they've done uh, yeah. co- recently some Call of Duties, but, and they're working on Diablo 2 Resurrected, or they did Diablo 2 Resurrected. Mm. So <laughs> they, make, they, they make a lot of, they did the Skylanders games, so they did a lot of porting, and then they've done a lot of using existing things and, and updating existing old things. So they're a good studio. Uh, yeah, but, they're, they're yeah. solid. But, but yeah, I, I think at this point they have been kind of absorbed into the Call of Duty machine, like <laughs> is the fate of anyone who works with Activision. Yeah. Right. Uh, but that you can see why some of maybe the developmental things are like, oh yeah, this is a studio's first game. Mm-hmm. And even, even in the case of Warthog, it's one of their earlier no, it's one of their later ones. So, like, I wonder why the PS2 was worse because... Well, uh, we, we went over it in the Looney Tunes Back in Action episode. There were, like, six games mm-hmm. released that year. That's true. And maybe they so were, maybe they were stretched thin. Yeah. That's why Looney Tunes Back in Action did have a lot of problems. And probably maybe the PS2 version had a mm-hmm. lot of issues as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the said so the Vicarious Visions, they also, they made, uh, they did the Spider-Man Mysterio's Menace game. That's right. Uh, for the which GBA was, as well. Which was packed. Uh, which they were packaged together, both this oh, and that really? were packaged together as games. Uh, which so, is, which is cool. It's also weird because there was a, I believe, a actual Wolverine game, like just a solo Wolverine game mm-hmm. around this time that was just based on the comics. So I don't, I don't know. It's also kind of weird that they would uh, t- that they would bundle in this uh, what they were trying to package as a movie tie-in game with a game that isn't a movie tie-in that, game. Yeah, that is yeah. even close. Uh, but also, it's the GBA. It's almost like they knew. And, yeah. and the GBA, I think, came out a little later. I could be wrong. Let me look at the release date on that. Nope, it came out with all the... They are all the same release date. So never mind. It came out the exact same day as all of them. Hmm. Uh, that, so that's I, that's which, interesting. Which, that doesn't usually happen. Yeah, yeah it, it usually can, does. I mean... It can. It depends on the port and things like that. Uh, yeah, on our right. podcast, it hasn't happened It long. hasn't happened but, a It hasn't happened yeah. for us. Fun fact. This was Wolverine's first starring role in a video game uh, since Adamantium Rage on mm-hmm. the Genesis. Yeah, they're... they're Wow. There were a lot of X-Men games and a lot of really good X-Men games. Thomas decided to make us play this X-Men game, but uh <laughs> why, why, why of all the of all the many X-Men games? Okay, you want to know why? Because I like Wolverine. That's fair. That's fair. And I didn't want to do didn't X-Men. didn't have a Genesis to play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't have a Genesis to play Adamantium Rage. So this is what you fuckers are stuck with. No. Uh, I mean, I, I remember having a Wolverine phase. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone. Look, every child in the early to mid two thousands had a Wolverine face. Yeah. You might not remember it, but you had a Wolverine oh, yeah. face. And I and some people are still stuck in it. <clears throat> Me. Mm. <laughs> and for this game, look, he's finally coming back, and I missed him so much. <laughs> if you were in that phase for in playing this game, you do feel a lot like Wolverine. So I can get yeah. that game. You get the feel. I I like what they're trying to do with the animalistic instinct. You know, you hold the button, and there's a lot of different things to say. It isn't always perfect execution, yeah. but I yeah, like you, you, I, I you, like the idea. You hit the you hit that button and you get predator vision. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like I know this was before the Arkham series, but I think they should have done what the Arkham series is and just make it a toggle. Mm-hmm. Like mm. that would have been a lot easier than having to hold it down, rotate the camera, and all of a sudden the bad guys there. Oh, press strike! You didn't press strike fast enough. He's gonna shoot you thirty six times with your assault rifle. The the other thing that will I will talk about. Ad nauseum about a lot of these games. Lock on. There's a button on this on the controller that's mapped. It's on the game board, uh, GameCube. It is the Z button to pull your claws in and out. That's right. Don't need that button. That could have been a lock on. Yeah. That could have been a lock on. Um, just had you could have just had the, the claws all out. Or at, at all the times. very or at the very least, they don't use the D pad for anything. Yeah. Put make the D pad like down or whatever. He pops his claws mm-hmm. out because the cl- claws. The paws, the claws <laughs> popping in and out. When you pop them in, that's when Wolverine can heal mm-hmm. because of the virus yes. and story. Uh, okay. Okay, but at the fair. same, but at the same time, you could have just that's a toggle. So you could have just easily had down, pop the claws in, down, mm-hmm. pop the claws out, and Z is your lock on. Or even because the C stick is kind of the camera, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah. One thing they called the, it the K stick for kind of camera. One thing that's the problem with <laughs> GameCube games. I love the GameCube, but a lot of studios and a lot of making shooters and different camera things made the C stick the camera button. The C stick doesn't work particularly well as a camera. Yeah. Uh, that is a that is a theme throughout all of GameCube games. 
Uh, it's why a lot of games uh, later would make either the L and R buttons. So like normally you'd move, but if you hold the L button, then it would be the camera, things like that. I know yeah. there was a couple of games that did that. I think uh, Nintendo was actually, I think. I think Nintendo did a couple that, of games but, like that um, because the C stick just isn't a great camera. I think uh, did Star Fox Adventures. Do I that? think it, it's it's well no was Star Fox the one that had a static camera? I can't remember. No, that's Dino Planet had the the Dino Planet had the static camera. I think. But I, I thought I thought, I thought that Star, was. Oh, sorry, I, was gonna say, that one? I was gonna say I think Star Fox Adventures did was from Dino Planet. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well. Then yeah, I think it did have a static. Oh uh, well, <laughs> but okay, regardless, so maybe it anyways, was a, maybe it was Assault that had the, I don't know. <laughs> Look, we talk about a Star Fox game on there. If I could get one without breaking the fucking bank, yeah, they are expensive. Uh, the the controls aren't bad. They function. They function. I, I did feel a little bit. I said the same thing kind of when we played Looney Tunes, as well. I feel a little bit too much like I'm on ice at times. Yeah, it doesn't uh, feel very The character precise. keeps moving yeah. a lot, uh, and I don't need super tight controls. They could be a little more loose, but... Not that loose. They, they're a little too loose. So, in the first level, you have to use your, an your animalistic instincts to notice mines. But also, you have to move slow enough because you don't sometimes see them until you're right up on them. But he keeps sliding the amount of times I still hit the mines, and I'm like... I'd be like, oh, I hear him. It's over there. Oh, I need to turn. Oh, no, but I'm already on it. Yeah, it got to the point where when I was playing the game, I legit just walked through, brunt, took the brunt of the explosion, and then just stood there for like a minute waiting for Wolverine to heal. That's Which, fair. All right, let's bring that up. Wolverine's healing factor. Yeah, I'm glad they put it in. It should not take as long as it's it does. It's too slow. It's, it's way, way too, slow. too slow. And that's why, again, like, it's not as I think, useful as, like, they could have it. Yeah, like, again... I probably should have picked this one for my Wolverine game, but I want it to be different. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Straight up, you can see Wolverine's skin get, like, blown off. Like, you can see all of his skeleton mm. in that game, and it regenerates right. in, like, a couple minutes. I remember um, that. And, and even then, your health regenerates far faster than that. If, so. if you're going to make a game that's this hard and have this many uh, attacks that you can get from, but not that many enemies... So that's why I think they felt like, oh, we'll make the healing, you know, and we'll make a story mechanic for the healing and all these sort of things. Uh, but honestly, if they just have, you could just have more enemies and just let it just be auto-regeneration. That yeah. is hard, but you're, you're always regenerating. Yeah, again, very similar to what X-Men Origins Wolverine mm -hmm. did. Or at the very least, lean a bit harder onto the stealth. Like, that that's kind of my thing. I think the game With a lock-on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This, that's kind of my thing. I think the game either should have gone, not necessarily full stealth, because, you know, you want to do the wolf range stuff where he goes ballistic, but a bit harder than it does. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I'm, <laughs> I'm conflicted on it. Uh -huh. This this game, I don't think there's been a game that we've played so far that I've wanted to like more than this. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's We really... will get to, uh, here to a lot of the praise. I have one more negative thing. <laughs> I, kind of I, want to I do here. have a lot of... Because I want, I want to get to some of the praising stuff, but I, that's kind of a separate... Because uh, so it's it's more to the aesthetic, the uh, graphics, yeah. things like that, the, the, the designs. It's, it sucks that my least favorite part of this Wolverine game is the game. The game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the game part of the game. Yeah, exactly. Boss fights. I just want to uh, talk about it. I... I Thomas cheated to win in uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I definitely cheated to get through and play a lot of games. Uh, there are a lot of cheats. But one of the cool cheats that that, that it, I liked was unlock every level and just choose between. So I could go and try out a lot of the levels because, you know, trying to prepare for the podcast. Be like, oh, I want to be able to play it. I did fight play the final boss. Actually, was the easiest boss in the game, I felt. Which is hilarious. It was Death Strike. <laughs> but there's, a, there's a, the, the, the previous Wendigo. Yeah. Wendigo, <laughs> who was the boss fight in the second level? Then? That's Wendigo. That's Wendigo, oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on, uh, in this cave. I, I was going to say... There's rocks, and you have to try to get him off the edge three times, which is the, the goal is to get behind him and get the strike button to come up. That didn't happen very often for me. And again, you move quickly and things like that, so you skate off the edge and die. It is entertaining to watch Wolverine impaled over and 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 over again, but... Yeah, that's... It's another thing. Like, I get that it is a T-rated game, but Wolverine and Wolverine gets impaled. Cool. He's Wolverine. 
yeah. should just be able to be like, ah, that sucks, and walk it off. Like, yeah. So no, no, no. You don't see it before the screen uh, fades away. He just gets stuck there, <laughs> and he can't, he can't move. That's why the level ends. Yeah, he's just the like shit. Uh, but even he, that boss fight bothered me. But even before the boss before it, Sabretooth, oh, I have to throw him into the barrel three times. I was like, for the long time, I'm like, why? I have him down to like a sliver of health. But I couldn't get that last hit on because he also, he regenerated. And I'm like, I'm like, what do I have to do? Oh, I have to throw him into a barrel three times. Hmm. And it's like, that's so just a tedious. weird and, mechanic to for boss and, fights that have nothing to do with necessarily skill. And Mason talked about last week the lack of guidance in Van Helsing. And that is a bit of a problem with Van Helsing. It is more of a problem here. It is very <laughs> much a problem in this game. There's, there is no, nothing that They were like, tells you. you're Wolverine? Have fun. Well, for example, in, uh, in the final boss, which I didn't have a tremendous problem because I also I had a walkthrough that was kind of telling like I was all right how do how what do you go through? In Prima these? strategy guide, baby. Yeah, basically. Uh, and you're fighting Death Strike. You get her stunned. Then you climb up a ladder, and there's you have ten minutes to beat the boss. It's a ten time fight, and there's four control panels that you have to explode. But the only reason you would know that in the game is because Wolverine looks a direction. That's literally is like the direction Wolverine looks at some point. But I'm in the middle of a boss fight. If I hadn't read that, I probably would have never been like, why am I, why can't I finish her off? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, this is a guide game. It, it, is, it is very much a guide game. And it, it's a game. And I, again, I don't need games to hold my hand. But if you're not going to at least give an, a hint or at least make the reason you're going to do something for a, a fight or in a, a game makes sense. Uh, I bring up the first level where you have to go through the mines, kill two guys, but that doesn't trigger the people walking out. It's going up and literally touch, hitting the X button on a control panel, not actually activating the control button, but just touching it, a guy comes out. Yeah. I wandered around in circles being like, well, what do I do now? Until I happen to round up and hit X on a, a thing that you don't, because X doesn't come up and it doesn't like show like, oh my gosh, I'm actually touching or doing the control panel. Uh, also climbing things, realizing, oh, the ladder, I have to hit X. There's just some little, little things that's like designing and controlling that's like, yeah. you didn't need to hold my hand, but you needed to at least make it make sense. Yeah, I, I don't need the cinematic experience things where it's character, I don't need the modern game thing. Mm, right. And I know that makes me sound like a whole, like, an old crotchety fuck. Like, back in my day, we didn't need our hands held. But, like... Okay, boomer. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Sorry. I walked into that. I'm no, sorry. you're fine, because I walked into that one. <laughs> but, like, I don't need that, where there's straight up, like, every five minutes is like, hey, this is how you solve the puzzle. I get it. I can solve the puzzle. Mm -hmm. I'm not an idiot, but I also don't want, again, this game where Wolverine is just kind of dropped into the middle of everything, and it's like, have fun, what do I do? Die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of that. Uh, it's just... It, like It so. makes a game that is already hard mechanically... Harder. Frustratingly hard. M yeah. Harder than it has any right to mm -hmm. be. And that's one of my biggest, biggest problems with this. Again, it's a game I wanted to like so much, because, you know, they, they did the most with what they could visually... It looks fine. It's probably the best lo looking quote-unquote movie tie-in game we've played, I think. And that's just by yes. default because it's it's not really a movie tie-in game. Yeah. And But it just gets ruined by being tough as nails. Yeah, and honestly, kind of a weird thing to bring up, but one of my favorite things about Wolverine is his inventiveness. Mm -hmm. Like when you read the comics or when you watch the movies... He doesn't just use his claws like, yeah, that's a big part. But occasionally he'll just like, you know, pick up a gun and use it or pick up a sword and use it alongside his claws. I kind of wish you could do that in this mm -hmm. game. Like if you've ever played Prototype, yeah, Alex Mercer has all the superpowers in the world. But mm -hmm. occasionally you can just pick up an M16 from a soldier and mow him down. I kind of wish you could do that here. Like as a last ditch effort, like Wolverine is about to die. Just do the death rising thing where you can use anything as a weapon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is where the way they mapped the controller and the controls frustrated me in a lot of it. Okay, I didn't need a kick button. 
No. I have there's... no problem. There are three attack buttons. And, there, you know, because strike, but you can only use really strike when it shows up. I know there's a few basic things you can unlock and that, but most of it you're hitting A to slash. You're hitting B to kick, Y to jump, and X to strike. I didn't, like, just have an attack button and a strike button. Uh, exactly. Because yeah, like, yeah. the kick did not add any variation. Man, if you had B to pick up items... Or Y to pick up items, B to jump, or something along those lines. Yeah. I didn't... The R was to run on all fours, which was cool, and I enjoyed doing it, but was it necessary? Aside from crouching under things? I was gonna say, it's it's meant to be more of, like, a crouching mm-hmm. stealth button, but also, like... Again, stealth. you could do that by mapping that to down on the... <laughs> you know, down on the D-pad. Yeah. It's just a lot of baffle... That's a, that, that's a common theme between... All the game that we've, all the games that we played, pretty much is most of the games at least is just baffling decisions. For yeah, baffling for decisions things. of why don't more people talk about Flat Out Two, baby? <laughs> uh, like well, that's a lot of like, why did they map the controller like this? Why did they make it an X Two tie-in game? Why is this game as hard as it is? Yeah, but that's a lot of the negatives on it. it. The positives on this game are this is one of the coolest looking games at the time. Yeah, I I but, love. Love the art style from Wolverine's look and voice from Beast being just absolutely jacked. <laughs> Beast is ripped out of his mind. Uh, but even just the side characters that show up, Rogue is barely in the game and shows up, but my god, her design is amazing. Magneto looks great. Mr. Sinister and even Apocalypse look good. Spider-Man shows up in this game. He's the secret video. He was supposed Spoiler to be- alert. Yeah, it's a deleted it's, scene that they added as a secret video. Spoiler. Uh, yeah. He was supposed to be an actual character because this is slightly developed with the Spider-Man tie-in game in mind. Yeah. The first one. Oh, yeah. So this was... Which is a lot more stealth mechanic-y. Yeah. Uh, straight up in the deleted scene, Wolverine even says, like, uh, yeah, you take care of the people in the city. I need to go take out, down Magneto or something. They were supposed to kind of tie together, uh, which never came to fruition. Oh, it's kind of like how the, how the X-Men movies and the Raimi Spider-Man movies were supposed to cross over, and that didn't happen. That had never yeah. come, out, come together. Which... Spider-Man and Wolverine in particular, and it's possibly because they're they're the two biggest Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Pretty There's, much. In my opinion, there is no competition. Yeah. You can argue nowadays like, oh, well, Iron Man or Captain America or, or Thor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you nowadays that's true, but especially back when these movies were coming out. Like pre-MCU. No. Yeah, pre-MCU, no. There were three big Marvel characters. There was Spider-Man, there was Wolverine, there was Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. And Hulk, in a lot of ways, was just because the the uh, the popularity existed because of the old TV show, so there was knowledge in everybody's mind mm-hmm. of of Hulk. Yeah. So uh, when talking about like the the mm-hmm. cartoons and stuff, and who bought all who all got the toys, it's Spider Man and Wolverine, mm-hmm. especially. And, and you see that with box office consistently. Uh, you know, Spider Man all always outperforms other superheroes. You know, or consistently does. Wolverine, you know, main seat centric. Everyone knows that it's the same thing as as Batman. Batman's going to outperform yeah. uh, uh, other DC superheroes, even if it's not as good of a movie or things like that. Because yeah, it's it's because those those characters have gone went beyond the the nerd culture. They permeated all into all different forms of culture. Whereas you know, while the MCU has kind of permeated into every other aspect of culture and everybody kind of around, but before the MCU, Iron Man wasn't much uh, as much of a name like obviously comic book and people who read book, comic books knew of Iron Man but it wasn't necessarily known just yeah, outside he, of it mm-hmm. he was a C-list mm-hmm. like he's yeah. not like he got his own cartoon but that's about it and I mean oh yeah that's right I and again I think it's outside, not good <laughs> I think I believe Spider-Man and Wolverine even in the MCU era were still the only ones that were like top 15 in the comic uh, their characters because they were top 15 in the comics yeah. uh, which is fun I believe the top 5 comic book characters I remember reading this was a couple years ago but none of them had had movies at this point which was one of the more interesting so wow again, uh, in, in 2016 the number one comic book sales was uh, uh, Squirrel Girl what? yeah yeah. <laughs> she, had, she had been the most popular comic book character out there I believe it was 2016 wow. or 2017 that I read that uh, things like that yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, like, more often than not, non-movie tie-in or non-characters in movies were more popular in the comics because I think a lot of people that were going and buying it were maybe had watched movies and were like, oh, I want to try other characters. I think it's I could be off on that. but Yeah, because nowadays, if you ask people who's the Trinity of Marvel, because, you know, DC has their Trinity. They have 
Superman, Batman, or Water Woman. Yes, right. Bat- nowadays, if you ask people who's the Trinity of Marvel, you might get a couple different answers, but a lot of people are going to have some variation of, oh, it's Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Mm-hmm. Or it's- because that's kind of how uh, Avengers Endgame uh, did. They were The MCU, the, those yeah. were the Trinity of yeah. MCU. But back then, the Trinity of Marvel, again... Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at all the merchandise back then, like, mm-hmm. the Marvel Popsicles. Who were the three heroes on there? Spider-Man, Wolverine, Green. Hulk. Yep. Go, hold on. Just real quick, going back to that Squirrel, squirrel Girl thing. I, I, I haven't been caught as caught up at, on the uh, on Phase 4 as you have. Has she even been mentioned? No, I don't think so. Oh, man. I, I know that there's, a, there's an ongoing joke of uh, among a lot of people that... Uh, the MCU could have been solved much easier if you just had Squirrel Girl. Yeah, because Squirrel, cause Squirrel yeah. Girl's whole gimmick is she doesn't lose. Yeah. Like, she's one up. punch man. Ba- basically, <laughs> like, her gimmick is that all... One squirrel! <laughs> basically, all her gimmicks in the comics are that her fights are off screen, and she always wins with, like, no explanation. <laughs> like, I think straight up she's beaten Doctor Doom. She's beaten She's won one, one hit Thanos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. like, uh, man. That, I, did, I wanted to, like, cameo at least. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, cameo, I don't know how you could do a movie with It that. would probably be the same way cameo, like, Howard the Duck got, got a cameo in Guardians. Like, that yeah. sort of thing. Like, like a knowledge exists in the universe, but probably never honestly, Like, give, give her a what-if episode. No, <laughs> you, know, you know what? That's what I want. I want my Squirrel Girl, Howard the Duck team up what-if episode. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what if the Avengers was started by Squirrel Girl and Howard, Howard the, Duck, the Duck? And it's, like, just all the really obscure, weird-ass Marvel characters. Yeah, like that would be better than like any episode. They fight, of season one. They, they fight villains like Asbestos Lady. Yeah, Stilt Man, <laughs> Slide, oh, Flat Man, <laughs> the uh, Amazing Wall. <laughs> that is a uh, rabbit trail I didn't expect us to go on. You know, but uh, I'll it's, take it. It's Marvel. It's, it's fun. No, it, it worked. Um, Where's the Squirrel Girl? But game? I really think it'd be too easy. Uh, as Thomas I mean, they have said, a Punch Man game, I guess. The game, sadly, is the worst part of this game. Yeah. yeah because because like, the story's really interesting, the character models and the characters are really cool designed. The graphics, while they aren't amazing and haven't aged amazingly, they look good. They're, they're, they're perfectly fine. The music's actually pretty good for this game. And the voice acting is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, I love the voice acting. Again, we've talked about Mark Hamill, and he's a great job. There are... Even characters who are barely in the game. Mm-hmm. Colossus. Colossus is fantastic yeah. in this game. Oh, such a good line of it, because he's guarding the prison. And he's like, oh, I can't let you in here. I can't let you in here. He's like, oh, I can't do anything. But if I didn't see you, then... <laughs> and, and he literally, like, turns around. Back. <laughs> you could go in. And it's, it's great. It's a great moment. Oh, Juggernaut. That's the third one in the prison. Juggernaut. There we oh, go. Earlier yeah. today, I was like, there are three people that get out of the prison, and it was, uh, it was uh, you know, it's I couldn't a, remember who the third one was, and it was it's Juggernaut. Mag- Magneto, Omega Red, and Juggernaut. That's yeah. right. Uh, Deathstrike uh, is the final, Lady Deathstrike is the final boss. Which, she she kind of, to be fair, I didn't watch the whole game, so maybe there's like some in-game dialogue that hints to it, but in terms of cutscenes, she ain't hinted at Not it. Not a whole lot. What, uh, what, which which X Men movie is it that has Lady Deathstroke? X Two. Is it X Two? Okay. Yeah. So I guess so that's again, why they titled it. Well, I think also because she's very much tied to Wolverine's origins. Yeah. So both of those, both X Two and this, are tie are trying to we're trying to talk about uh, origins, uh, not to be confused with X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, they're trying the, to talk about so the that better makes sense that the better be game, it. the much worse movie. Yikes. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I talked about it kind of earlier, but I like that the game does kind of uh, replicate that feeling that Wolverine is just constantly getting his ass whipped by life. Again, the whole game, mm-hmm. he is on a ticking clock. He, he is dying, and he's still like making these kind of sarcastic comments because it's just kind of another day for him. He's dying? Yeah. and <laughs> um, Again. And one of my favorite parts is he... Gets one part to the cure because there's two parts to the cure. He gets one part and then he finds the clipboard with like the, uh, what is it, the formula mm-hmm. for the other part. And because Charles can see through his eyes. So he goes, Chuck, can you read this? Chuck? And it's like, the science is like, oh, is that telepathy? Yeah, that doesn't work here. You have to go outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which that leads to one of my favorite things about it. Maybe there are other media that has done it, but this is the only time I've ever seen Wolverine calling Xavier Chuck, and I I love it. 
Yeah, why doesn't he do that more often? He needs to do he, that more. I absolutely love that he calls him Chuck. Yeah. That is such a that's such a Wolverine thing. It is. I wish they brought that over to the movies. Yeah, instead of Wheels, like what do they call you, Chuck? I, <laughs> Charlie I, Brown. Charlie Brown. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I want to see someone make a make a like a fan art of Charlie of Charlie, of Charlie Brown, Brown, but it's but Patrick in- Stewart with the with the forehead lines. Oh, I was just thinking. I was just thinking Charlie Brown, but he's in the Professor X attire, <laughs> but it still has the little swirly head. Uh, something that was in uh, Looney Tunes, and then in this game, so not surprising. Similar studios, collectibles. So many collectibles. Uh, there's a lot of there. Yeah, but I actually liked a lot of the collectibles. There's not. Uh, you're collecting things like comic books to unlock uh, outfits. All the outfits are pretty cool. I loved running around in the classic uh, yellow <laughs> spandex. <laughs> that was fun to run around the levels in. Which okay, they're they're bringing Hugh Jackman back for Deadpool three. He's he might he's I think he's playing Wolverine. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that he's just gonna be playing himself. Like there's a theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, how funny would it be if it, uh, what's oh man like the Deadpool comic book character that's it, it's his uh, hydr- his Bob. Hydra soldier yes yeah. Bob the Hydra soldier what is that I, amazing I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be Wolverine like who knows maybe he will be Bob but look, just put him in the fucking spandex yeah <laughs> oh, please uh, it's it's already there but you also could unlock you find cerebral files which if you didn't go back and look at those they have the character models and then. All the stories. Patrick Stewart narrates all of their backstories, oh, which is really cool. cool. Uh, so yeah, there are there, and I think you also unlock the movies. You can unlock find stuff for movies as well. I so, think so. Uh, but yeah, the, the collectibles were cool. They're sometimes just you're like, oh, that's why I had this room here to go grab a yeah. a file. I mean, or they're they're completely superfluous. Yeah. yeah, I mean the main collectibles dog tags. Mm-hmm. You get those like you get popcorn mm-hmm. at a movie theater. Like you get. Uh, chocolate at a candy kill. store, <laughs> and they unlock uh, the the strikes. Like yep. they unlock mm. more strikes, yep. which is cool. I just wish the strike mechanic was just better implemented. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that I just wish were better about this game. But yeah, that's kind of my overarching opinion. I think kind of we're all strangely on the same page here. I think in a lot of yeah. ways is yeah. this game is outside of the game is really fun. The but problem. the game is the problem is there is a game in this and game, and a lot of the game is frustrating. It's a it's a lot like how you were describing the Van Helsing movie. They were like, oh, we've got we've got the we're doing like the, we're going back to Wolverine's origins. We've got this great story. We've designed all these new character models. It all looks great. Oh, we need a game. Oh yeah, game. There <laughs> oh, needs yeah. to be game mechanics. There in needs this game. to be game in this game. Quickly, Battle Gear Solid. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> but sir, we only have six months to do it. Just do it. Implement Battle Gear Solid. Uh, I, I like to think this is one of those games that like. Uh, the developers brought it up to the brought it up to the publishers and showed it to them, and they were like, "Oh, this is a this is a really good like really good concept. If you work on this more, this will be a pretty great game." And the and the developers were like, "Oh, this came out last week. This is already on this is already on store shelves." So they they show them the video, and it's like, and it's like, "Oh, this is looking really good. Thank you. Uh, how long you need more to work on it? Uh, I don't know, maybe like six months. Cool, you got two weeks. Ah! <laughs> I need it by six o'clock tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah." That's yeah. That's just the the unfortunate. And, and again, all of us are. I, <laughs> off camera thing. I did not expect Mason to like this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we we expected Mason to have the rage of Van Helsing, and it's been more uh, yeah, of a I did, contained I, rage. I, contained I, but the, but the thing about Van Helsing is that like, it was a bad game, and I didn't have fun playing it or looking at it. Hmm. But this game, I at least had fun looking. I at. think there's maybe the difference in this uh, between the two is that you have played games in this style. And know kind of what to expect going that into the style. Yeah. Van that Helsing was a first experience. Van Helsing was so very. Di- yeah. That might have just been frustration. So that legitimately just straight up don't like Devil May Cry. Yeah, that, and that, yeah, that might be part of it. too. Or it might also be the thing. Maybe you like me. Maybe you just like Wolverine. <laughs> I do Both really like Wolverine. And there, yeah, and this is this. There's look, so much Wolverine in this Wolverine uh, game. Look, yeah. look, <laughs> look, I get some people think he's overrated. He probably doesn't need to be in as much as he is, but I don't care. I love Wolverine, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, and again, I think this game—the best thing about this Wolverine game is, fittingly enough, Wolverine. Mark Hamill does a great job uh, doing his voice. He's got the writing is really good for him, and yeah, he's. I mean, it, the game opens with him growling, "Not an animal." Yeah, <laughs> and it's really—I I, immediately I was like, "Oh, I 
really like this voice. Like just from the beginning, I was just like, I really like this voice. It's it, a lot. It's a lot more cavemanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which kind of works. Yeah, I had to. I did have to get used to it. Oh yeah. Like, cause I mean, for God's sake, I have had years of just Steve Bloom Wolverine. Steve and, Bloom, and of course, Steve Bloom is still my favorite Wolverine because I'm very basic. Mm-hmm. But um, if we're talking like second favorites, I think Mark Hamill might be up there. And look, this podcast loves Steve Bloom, so there's no no disrespect here on my end from Steve Bloom. We love Steve Bloom very much. (laughs) Please come on the show. He's in all of our games, it seems like. Uh, No, what we need to do is, all right, yeah, top five Steve Bloom roles. Number five, Heat Blast from Ben 10. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, Raven from Beatdown Fist of Vengeance. Oh, I forgot about that. That, Yeah, that's where the the Steve Bloom joke started. That's the one good thing to come from that episode. Uh, it all it always comes back as it does to Steve Bloom. <laughs> so on this podcast, uh, we like to ask two major questions about every game we play. The first one being, how does this game hold up? I, you know, it, I mean, again, in everything in this game except for the game, and also I would argue the uh, the X two, having X two plastered all over it doesn't help. Yeah. I don't think. But you know, it's for what that for what they had to work with. I think it holds up fine. Yeah, I think its problems would have been problems still back then. Like I don't think yeah. the any of the aging made the problems necessarily worse. Yeah, like, they definitely didn't make them better, but I don't think they made them worse. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just a flawed control system for the time. So especially in a more modern setting, the flaws are just there. And again, I brought up earlier, even in IGN's reviews, mm-hmm. they bring up, like, why are there no checkpoints? Like, mm-hmm. what is with the lack of checkpoints? What is with the unnecessarily bad difficulty spikes? Would you say difficulty spikes? But if it starts up already at Mount Everest, is it really a spike at that it's point? More, it's more like a difficulty plateau. When they're saying difficulty <laughs> spikes, they're literally meaning the spikes that you're being that thrown you're, on. That you're getting <laughs> thrown on. Yeah, that's a very good point. But, uh, yeah, and I and again, I said I said this closer to the beginning, Uh I think, you know, pl- like plastering it with uh, X, like making it an X two game, put plastering X two all over all over the cover and all over the box, gave it more of that that you know mm. that that stench of movie tie in game. Yeah. And even and on that, you know, the further you get away from X two, the longer you get away of it being out. I think that actually hurts its the the going into it because. At the time, you maybe would have seen commercials, or at least you have an idea, potentially, there's more. But further you get away, and you're like, ah, oh, I love X2. I, 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 I've been, you know, I'm back on an X-Men kick. It's been 15, you know, 20 years. What's this, you know? That maybe does help uh, uh, hinder some of the holding up, because it is, yeah, like, because the, mar- the way it is presented is it's going to be an X2 tie-in game, and it's not an X2 and tie-in it's game. Not. Something, something that I was thinking about earlier that I, I meant to bring up, I don't know why I didn't. Wasn't there another X2 game around this time? Was? I don't believe there was. There wasn't? Oh, I don't okay. believe there was. I don't know the, why. I don't know why the but, only... Sorry. No, go, go ahead. The only X-Men tie-in game I can think of other than this... Because strangely enough, this has a very similar backstory with kind of X-Men Mutant Academy, mm-hmm. because that also isn't technically a tie-in to the first movie. But it's it's definitely got a lot of elements from it. Like again, Patrick Stewart as Pat, as Professor Xavier, the costumes and stuff like that. The only two official X Men movie tie-in games I can think of is uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, obviously. Right. Yeah. And uh, X Men the video game. Yeah. This is this is technically the tie-in game for X Two. Okay. So uh, for some reason, I was thinking there was another X Two game. Uh, that came out like around the same time, and I was like, is, and I was just thinking, is like, is there really any reason you needed to? But I guess there isn't, so that's yeah, because it would have been about the, that's around this. Point. Then Legends Two would have been coming out, so that that's probably yeah, that's probably yeah, what I was thinking around then. So yeah, and Legends Two, which is very interesting that this game is ending with the whole game was the whole game you were being monitored by Apocalypse and Mister Sinister because they want Wolverine for something. Um, yeah. We'll never know because there's not another game. But And I'm wondering if maybe this was meant to be an in-between story for Legends. Because, mm-hmm. mm. you know, it, it is Wolverine's backstory talking about uh, Weapon X and all that. But maybe it was supposed to be an in-between story. Maybe. Because it does, because spoilers, I guess, for a almost 20-year-old game, 
X-Men Legends 2, the main villain, is Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So mm. It's possible. I, I, I think, honestly, they probably set out to probably make another game where again, it was going to maybe tie into the Spider-Man games. There's a lot of... The, the, clearly, they had a lot more plans for a franchise in some capacity, and I wonder as the idea, as they cut Spider-Man and started, it became more of a tie-in game, that the idea of franchise disappeared... But it was all already kind of story set in, things like that. I wonder if there's an yeah. element of that. That might be why they did delete the scene with Spider-Man. But <laughs> that leads in good to our second question that we ask. Uh, would this game deserve a reimagining or a remake in a modern setting? In any other world, I would say yes, to be honest. Because I feel, because I feel like on its own, if you strip away the X2 stuff, maybe even get someone else to voice Xavier and you made it its own Wolverine game, maybe. But the thing is, we're not in a perfect world, and the X-Men or- Origins Wolverine game exists, and that is, to me, the definitive Wolverine game. There, so why would you need any others? There's an X-Men Origins Wolverine game coming out, and Insomniac... This Insomniac's Wolverine is coming that's out. That's right, Insomniac's Wolverine is also coming so, out. So I, I, I have three... I have a three-pronged answer for this, legitimately. Like, I sat for a while thinking on this... One, I don't think it a remake at all. A reimagining if Insomniac's Wolverine took elements of this story and these characters and did some things and 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 made Wolverine like this, I would love. That's my thing. I would love on that. But three, I would love a sequel that plays the game, that realizes that this game is a Souls game, mm-hmm. implements those mechanics, and gives me a sequel. Yeah, that's what I want. Now it's a 20-year-old game, I'm not getting a sequel, but that's what I would like. <laughs> it's find, my world, gotta, I can live in it. I gotta find the, the uh, place in the multiverse where, they, where there's an X3 Wolverine. Where the developer did yeah, make X3 more games Wolverine's afterwards. <laughs> X3 Wolverine's Other Revenge. X3 uh, Wolverine's Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh my. But Okay. Uh, the Wolverine-ering. So sorry, were you gonna say No, something? go ahead, Thomas. Okay. Insomniac. Take notes. Like, <laughs> I, I, know you're, I know you're listening. You're definitely definitely. We make that joke every single podcast. Because <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Right, yeah. viewers? And they're just listening to this like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> um, but look. Insomniac would be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Mason's on a roll tonight. Mason's on a roll tonight. <laughs> Insomniac. I mean, obviously they're not listening, but in a perfect world... I would really like if Insomniac, not only like Sean said, took characters and the story from this game, because I think this game has a great story. Like, I genuinely love Mm -hmm. the story of this game, how it ends, how it begins, all the middle stuff. I think, genuinely, if you extend the cutscenes by, like, an hour, add action scenes there, this would be a great movie. Um, But I really want Insomniac to put in some of these stealth elements mm-hmm. because one of the things I like about Wolverine is yeah he's a he can be this big rage monster that goes on a rampage and cuts people in twain and all that and you get that in X-Men Origins Wolverine and it's really good in X-Men Origins Wolverine but there is no stealth element and one of the things that's really cool about Wolverine is whenever he just flips that switch and he becomes basically a 10 times more lethal Batman. Mm-hmm. Like he's reaching through floorboards, pulling people down. He's stabbing you through the walls and stuff. And I really want Insomniac to incorporate some of that into their new game. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm not on the Insomniac development team. They have literally shown nothing except the first trailer, which already has it being one of my most anticipated games of all time because I'm a whore. But <laughs> like, I they know. also have. A- incredible pedigree of making great games so that's that's fair but also so whatever they do i'm sure it's gonna be fine and again this is probably dating the podcast a fuck lot but just look like any game i expect it to be delayed like sixteen thousand times so when people are back listening to this podcast in 2025 and it's coming it's finally coming out <laughs> and look i i genuinely i think insomniac should take a bunch of elements from this game i obviously take elements from x-men origins you know the combat in that game is great it's very visceral the gore effects, obviously, because a Wolverine game's got to be rated M. Mm-hmm. Like, this game's fine because it was back in the age where... You weren't going to get a rated M uh, game tied in to a non-R movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and even then, sometimes your R-rated movie will get a non-M rated game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I think that that should be the case. 
like they need to take elements from this uh combine it with x-men origins wolverine give us the definitive wolverine game yeah yeah and because i think that is the power that insomniac can do yeah 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 and that would be interesting i i know that thomas and i mentioned this before uh, and i talked off screen a little bit on this was that like leading into this question was like, man, this is one of the more interesting times we'll get to have this question because there is a Wolverine game coming, coming in out. the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe, hopefully, it doesn't get canceled. If it gets canceled, I will straight up cry. Like I will replace <laughs> this podcast with just an hour and a half of me sobbing. <laughs> you re- recreate that scene in uh, Origins where he wakes up and he just starts killing yeah. all the scientists. <laughs> to, to date ourselves even more, uh, the Game Awards are coming up. I wonder if we get any form of teaser for that or Spider-Man 2. I, I imagine if we get anything, it'll be Spider-Man 2 because that's supposed to come I, out I think Yeah, I think that's further in development, but, but I wonder. But I will, I maybe we'll get both. Like maybe Spider-Man 2 will get like legit gameplay trailer and maybe Wolverine will get another uh, pre-rendered trailer but with a release date maybe. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I'd want. I just want a release date. Because like, people are like, oh, it might come out late 2023. And it's tell not. us who's voicing Wolverine. <laughs> yes, tell us who's voicing Wolverine. Yeah. Is it Mark Steve, Hamill. <laughs> is it Steve Bloom? Did you really dig deep and bring back Mark Hamill? Or is it, Hugh Jackman. Did you did you shell out the big bucks and bring in Hugh Jackman? Or is it someone we're not even entirely thinking of? Is it, um, uh, what's Kevin um, Hart. Is it, oh, jeez. <laughs> Joey O'White. Is it, the, is, it the, is it the guy who does, um, um, uh... Solid Snake's voice, because I think that would... David Hayter? Yeah, I think David Hayter Look, would Look, they do just kept Yuri Lowenthal there after Spider-Man and just had him do it as well. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> I forgot Yuri Lowenthal was Yuri Lowenthal's a great voice actor. I don't know if that'd be fantastic. I don't know if he could do... I don't think he could do Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, just it turns be, out to be pitch perfect. Doing, oh. He'd just be doing his Sasuke. That's what he would be oh, doing. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, I really wouldn't like it then. I fucking hate that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas really just hates the edgy bad boys. In I do, all right? I really fucking hate those edgy pricks because they're always the same fucking character. <laughs> it's it's always the same shit. I'm so edgy and all the women like me. Fuck off, you prick. Take a fucking hike. <laughs> so that's Thomas angry, and this has been X2, Wolverine's Revenge. Surprisingly enough, I did not get angry at the game itself. <laughs> You remember the game Spider-Man: Web of Shadows? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. That, that was, was the, the one, one that came out of after Shattered Dimensions, right? Mm, no, it was before. It was before. Oh, it was before. Okay. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was it was after Spider-Man Three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I got confused. you know. In that game, there's a bunch of Marvel characters that cameo, including Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And in that game, you have the mechanic where you swap between Red Suit Spider-Man and Black Suit Spider-Man. There was going to be a sequel, where you would be swapping between Spider-Man and Wolverine. I want that game. It was going to be a buddy cop Spider-Man. I want Wolverine. that game. Oh I, man! I want that game so fucking uh, bad. Very much. And like we're that never game. going to get it unless would... Insomniac Spider-Man does really well and Wolverine does really well. Oh, that would. Be, <laughs> I think the that, would, <laughs> that would be really cool because some of because uh, um, some of the best episodes in Mike personal favorite Spider-Man cartoon, Ultimate Spider-Man, have uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine teaming up, and they are so funny. And, he, and even so in... I would... Oh, man. Yeah, and even in other Spider-Man shows, not even Spider-Man shows, Avengers shows, there's an episode where Spider-Man and Wolverine uh, are together in Earth's mm-hmm. Mightiest Heroes, and it's fucking hilarious, because in that episode... Sorry to go on a bit of a tangent. Oh, you're in. in that episode, time is like colliding, and velociraptors come in, because of course they do. As they, yeah. And, As they does. Does. and Wolverine yeah. has to slaughter the shit out of them while Spider-Man's watching. And he's just... It's obviously shadows, because it's a kid's show. But he's very brutally slaughtering them while Spider-Man's in the background like, hey, you need help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spider-Man and Wolverine work very well together. I think they'll well take together. this one. They do. Spider-Man well and Wolverine looks, work so well together, which is why... It makes me. It, it is painful that we have not got a Spider-Man Wolverine video game, despite the fact that this and Shattered Dimension, not Shattered Dimensions, Web of Shadows Two, that makes two times that what was going to happen. Yep. So look, Insomniac again. You're obviously listening. If both of them do good, I don't care if it takes ten years just to develop that. Please, <laughs> that would be really good. So yeah, what did you guys think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you want to argue with Thomas and his opinions of bad boys in games and media? Well, you can now by sending an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That is bleepyouplaying 
at gmail.com. Let us know. Also, on any of the podcasting apps that you're listening to this right now, you can, you know, rate and review on Apple iTunes. I know you can like on Spotify. Uh, give, and a us couple, a, give us a follow. Yeah, I think I think you can rate and review on Amazon slash Audible. I believe you can. I totally know about that. So <laughs> I, I, I think you can do that. So if you have one of those that can uh, rate and review, give us a review. Type some words. Tell us what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. Give us some recommendations again at Sean's email, bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to take a week off on the next one, Thanksgiving break, as we continue to date ourselves in this episode. Uh, and <laughs> well, then we'll be back be, in a couple of weeks. To be fair, unless society collapses, Thanksgiving's an every year thing. That's fair. By the, by the way, in terms of bad boys, I like Shadow better than Sasuke, so I'm just pissing everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> Get good, you slut.